The Corker Climb is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's your girl, D, and my co-host, Sparky. That's right, that's right. And together, we bring to you the, the Corporate, Corporate Climb Show. Show that airs every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. I'm talking Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. We're, we're probably, probably on it. it. And if we're not on it, send me an email and let me know at thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. T-H-E-C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E-C-L-I-M-B at gmail.com. Thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. Let me know I'm not on your favorite podcast platform and I'll do my best to get on it. While I'm on the subject of that email address, we're looking to bring guests on the show. So yes. if you're interested in being a guest on the show, yes. send me a message on Google or on the Gmail thingy-mabopper. Thingy-mabopper's been my word of the week so far. <laughs> the thingy-mabopper. You can also, you know, shoot me a message on Twitter, um, at the Corp Climb. That's T-H-E-C-O-R-P-C-L-I-M-B. Yes. At the Corp Climb. Send me a message there. Trying to get guests on the show. I want HR professionals from all over the world. At any level of your career. We'll find something to talk about. We're doing it for the culture. We're doing it for the people. So if hey. you're interested in jumping in this conversation and helping other people grow through their corporate climbs, reach out to me. Listen, it could be me and you talking and our one conversation can influence someone to go on and move mountains. I'm here for that. Yes. Yes. I'm so here for that. Yes. Oh, I'm so here for that. Me too. Happy Tuesday, March 1st of 2022. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe we are three months in to 2022. I can still remember the new year. I can still remember bringing in the new year with my mother. I can still remember that. My mother and Scott on Zoom. I can yeah. still remember it. Yes. Wow. Time goes by so fast, which sure means does. what, people? It means life is so short. Mm. Oh, life is so short. I hope you really soak that in. Time goes by so fast. So that means life is so, so short. short. Yes, so short, D. Before we get into this episode, special shout out to our partners over at the Garden State Council, Sharon, HRMA of Princeton, and Soul Hire. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for sharing our podcast with your network. Thank you so much for believing in the dream. We appreciate you. And we look forward to our continued partnerships. Back to you, Dee. Yeah, again, just to jump on that, Garden State Council, Sharon, HRMA, Princeton, Soul Hire, thank you so much for your support over the last 16 episodes. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for believing in the dream. You have no idea what it means to us. Going back to Garden State Council for a second. Guys and gals, I am looking to build a D, I, and E committee. When I close my eyes, this is what I see. I'm going to share with you my thoughts. This is real. When I close my eyes, I see at a table multiple faces that represent different areas of D, I, and E. 
I see someone representing the black population, the Hispanic population, the veterans, those working with disabilities, single mothers, working mothers, yes, Asians, Pacific Islanders, Pacific Islanders, my apologies, Native Americans, those who are considered older workers, 40 plus if we want to be specific. Though I don't think that anyone in their 40s is old or 50s, 60s, 70s. I don't even think people in their 80s are old. I feel like age is just a number and retirement is a mindset. But that's my opinion. But I close my eyes and I envision a table of people representing the LGBTQA plus community. And we can all sit at this table and talk about topics and answer questions that come in on a hotline. I can't answer questions. Really. I mean, I can. Textbook. I can answer them based on a textbook. But I can't really answer them passionately based on I'm having an issue. I'm being discriminated against in my workplace because I'm over the age of 50. I can't answer that question. I mean, I can I can consult with an attorney. I know a lot of attorneys. And I can give you the textbook response. And I can tell you what your rights are. But I can't. I'm, I can't relate to that. Because I'm not over 50. So what I dream of is having this committee. That there is someone at the table. There's a butt in the seat. That when a question comes. And somebody needs our assistance. That there is somebody there. That is relatable. That can relate and can take that question and answer it and tap into their network and tap into their resources and help out and find a solution and aid someone on their corporate climb or connect them with the right legal resources or connect them with the right recruiter or connect them with the right CEO. I don't know, but that's my dream. I close my eyes and I see this table of people that all have a passion and unique areas of DINE unique. Now I have my spot filled for the LGBTQA plus community. I have my spot filled for the working moms. I have my spot filled for those representing millennials. That's me. I have my spot filled for, for minority women in a sense when it comes to being Hispanic and black, that'd be me. Right. But it doesn't mean I, I have to be the only voice. If you're a millennial and you want to see at the table, join me. If you're, if you're African-American, you want to sit at the table, join me. If you're Hispanic, you want to sit at the table, join me. I don't have the answers. I don't have all the answers at all. I'm a work in progress. I learn every day. If I'm not learning something new every day, I've done something wrong that day. That's how I live. Every day I like to learn something new. Every day I like to be like, oh, you know what? You're right. I learned something new today. That's okay. I'm human. So if you're interested in learning more about this committee or you want to join or you want to just learn more about Garden State Council, Sherem, or local HR chapters that are affiliated with Sherem, shoot me an email. I'm happy to connect the dots for you. Just find me on Twitter, at the Corp Climb. I'm happy to connect the dots for you. And we'll go from there. I'm actually really excited. Uh, last week, I joined the, the APA, uh, the American Payroll Association, and I joined the South Jersey chapter. Uh, you know, I started to really deep sea dive into payroll. Uh, you know, I've 
I've always had my hands in payroll. I approve timesheets and I, you know, approve payroll and oversaw it and, and let, you know, our payroll specialists know what changes to make, et cetera, and help process, et cetera. But now I'm like really getting into the nitty gritty of it. And it's not my favorite thing to do. I'm by no means an expert. One of my closest friends, colleagues turned friends, is a, is a payroll. I think she's an ADP genius, if you really want to know. Payroll genius. Shout out to Erica. You know, when I have a question, I call her. But I really, like, when I when I'm, don't know something, I'm one of those people that has to has to learn. I have to research. That way, I know it. So, like, I go all in. So, I'm like, I'm going to join the APA. I'm going to join a local chapter. I might sit to take the exam in a year, year and a half or so, once I once I feel comfortable. So anyway, I'm really excited for this next journey in my in my career, which is learning more about payroll. I have no no interest in becoming a payroll specialist at all or owning any aspect of payroll. But I just really want to learn because it's interesting. The laws are changing now and everything is just, you know, people are going remote. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to learn. I, w- I want to know what's what's happening. I want to be in the know. So that that's what's going on in my life. So, yeah, I, I did that last week. I've been working on that extra last two weeks. But last week I officially joined. And so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, the South Jersey chapter. So shout out to them. But this is an HR podcast, <laughs> which we won't talk too much about payroll. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put you guys to sleep respectfully. Um, you know, a lot of you guys, you guys didn't listen to this to, to talk about payroll. So, right, right. Sparky. Yes. Let's get into some music. Let's do that. Shall we? Yes, we shall. I felt like this song was appropriate for what's going on in the world today. If you guys haven't turned on the news, the Ukraine is going through a lot of things right now with Russia. A lot of things that can ultimately lead to what people are saying the next world war which would be world war three that has a lot of consequences on not just to ukraine and the surrounding areas but the united states too and if we all just take a moment to just love each other and respect each other and just just love it's all it all comes down to love we can we can change a lot of this so here's Black Eyed Peas, where's the love? Killing people dying, children hurt and you hear them crying When you practice what you preach and what you turn the other cheek Father, 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 help us and some guidance from above These people got me, got me questioning Where is the love? As the youth are young, so ask yourself Is the loving really gone so I could ask myself Really what is going wrong in this world that we living in People keep on giving in, making wrong decisions Only visions of them dividends, not respecting each other Denying thy brother, a war is going on but the reason's undercover The truth is kept secret, it's swept under the rug If you never know truth, then you never know love What's the love, y'all? Come on, I don't know What's the truth, y'all? Come on, I don't know What's the love, y'all?
on my shoulder As I'm getting older, your people gets colder Most of us only care about money making Selfishness got us following the wrong direction Wrong information always shown by the media Negative images is the main criteria Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinemas Whatever happened to the values of humanity Whatever happened to the fairness and equality Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity Lack of understanding leading us away from unity That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under Gotta keep my faith alive if love is found Now ask yourself Where is the love? I felt the need to play that whole record through because what we're going through today is so critical. It's so critical. I know a lot of times we are so stuck in our own worlds, our own bubbles, in our day-to-day. We're so stuck on work. You know, we're so stuck on trying to get the promotion or so focused on not trying to drop the ball, you know, so someone else can take our take our shine or whatever it may be. We're so stuck on taking care of the kids. We're so stuck on making sure moms and pops are okay. We're so stuck on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, worried about other people. In our own little bubble, we don't take the time to step out of our bubble and recognize that there's a whole world out there with 7 billion plus people. And honestly, you are not that important. In a world of 7 billion plus people, sweetheart, guys and gals, respectfully, you are not that important. If you were to leave the world tomorrow, sadly, but truthfully, Life would go on. It wouldn't stop. We wouldn't crumble. The economy wouldn't bust. You know, a world war wouldn't start because you left. You know, people would still go on. Babies would still be born. People would still eat. You know, chickens and peeps would still be open. The bars would still be hopping. People would still be sinning. Life would go on. You're not that important. So for a moment, just step out of your own world. And pay attention to the entire world because there's a lot of things going on that even though you think may not impact you and the people around you, it will. It'll impact gas prices. It'll impact interest rates. It'll impact your your plans to buy that home or purchase that car or, or plan to have that baby. I assure you, there's so many things going on in the world that while you think will not impact you, they surely will. So I felt that there was a need to play that t- that song and it's entirely Where is the Love by Black Eyed Peas. Listen to this real quickly, y'all. They write, yo, what's going on with the world, mama? People living like they ain't got no mama. I think they're all distracted by the drama and attracted to the trauma, mama. I think they don't understand the concept or the meaning of karma. 
Overseas, yeah, they're trying to stop terrorism. Over here on the streets, the police shooting the people, putting bullets in them. But if you only got love for your own race, then you're gonna leave space for others to discriminate. And to discriminate only generates hate. And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate. Madness is what you demonstrate. And that's exactly how hate works and operates. Man, we gotta set it straight. Take control of your mind and just meditate and let your soul just gravitate to the love so the whole world can celebrate. Wow. If you only have love for your own race, <laughs> then you're just blinded. If you only have love for your own race, then you're just blinded by everything else. If you only see one race, you only respect and love one race, you're missing out on so many things. And it, I always struggled with trying to understand how people can hate something about someone else that they can't even control. It's not like our parents conceive us and in the womb, we can decide if we wanna be white, black, Indian, Korean, Japanese, Hawaiian, Brazilian, Native American, European. Like we don't have those choices. They're not a magical button where we could decide if we wanna struggle or not. There's not. <laughs> People get, we, we get hated on for things that we literally cannot control. And the people, the racist people in the world, hate the people for being born and they just hate the skin color that they're born with. Is that a reason to truly hate someone for something they cannot control? No, I get you may not dislike someone because of choices that they chose in life. Like I strongly dislike people who choose to sexually assault people. I strongly dislike them because that's a choice. You can control that in my opinion. I strongly dislike people like that who choose to take something from somebody without approval, without consent. I have a problem with that. I will stand by my I will stand by that 100%. That that disgusts me. But I'm not going to dislike someone and hate someone because of their skin color. That has nothing to do with me. It actually has nothing to do with them. They didn't choose that. They were born into that. And then they grew up in that environment accordingly. You can't be mad about something like that. I just want to bring that to, to your attention. Maybe I'm rambling a bit, but maybe somebody needed to hear that. Maybe you're walking around with a bias, conscious or unconscious. And maybe you are just going around saying, I don't like black people. And you really just don't know why you're you're going on like a stereotype and some of us you know yes there are some there's some black black people who fall into stereotypes there are some asian people who fall into stereotypes there are some white people who fall into stereotypes there's elderly people who fall into stereotypes yes stereotypes are created because people created them because they have done things that have created the stereotype yes i said it it's true whatever but it doesn't mean that we're all a part of the stereotype. It doesn't mean that at all. At all. So if you take a step back and you just really just get out of your own bubble and take a look at the world around you, step into someone else's shoes, listen and not talk so much, much like I'm doing now, maybe, maybe you'll understand Maybe you'll understand a bit more and you'll, and you'll walk around in the world a little bit more open-minded with a bigger heart and you'll have more love and more gratitude 
and you'll appreciate and you'll respect. I, I hope that I hope that uh, that this message carries on and trickles down. And somebody just learns to love a little bit deeper after hearing that. Don't 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 hate someone because of things they can't control. That's not right. And if someone makes a choice that you disagree with, still don't hate them. You can dislike them, sure, but don't hate them. Hate is such a strong world. Mm-hmm. A word. Hate is such a strong word. So be careful. Mm. Be very very careful. So good. So good. <sighs> well. 20 minutes into the episode, I think it's time that we uh, get down to business, shall we, Sparks? We shall. We shall indeed, D. Today's episode, we're going to talk about, well, it's called, I Didn't Need All That. That's what the episode's called. I Didn't Need All That. Have you ever talked to somebody and they just, like, give you the whole background of a story and you're just in your back of your mind thinking to yourself, yeah, 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 yeah. get to the point? Or, I, I really didn't need all that information what's what's the point of this conversation we're gonna talk about that but more specifically we're gonna talk about that person who always feels the need to tell you about them before they get to the actual topic of conversation which has nothing to do with them that's what we're talking about today after the music here we go oh, oh, oh. I just gotta bring it to the attention dude. That's- you better watch who you're talking about, running your mouth Like you know me, you gon' fuck around and chill Why the show me, get caught and show me Why one on one, you can't hold me If your last name was Hayden Only way you want me out is stitch my name on your pain No resident of France, but you swear I'm from Paris 106 carats, total no, that's purpose Trying to get purpose, my chain to your chain I'm like Sprint, Motorola, no service Out of your range, you're out of your brain Thinking I'ma shout out your name You gotta come up with better ways and actions to get your pain All that pressure you applying, it's time to eat Nobody remembers what does it take to be number one? A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A. Nelly, number one. Wow, what a throwback. What a throwback. That song came out when I think I was in middle school. Probably middle school, if I'm recalling correctly. But what I love about that song is he says this, and he is in Nelly. He says, I am number one, no matter if you like it. Here, take it. Sit down and write it. I am number one. 
Hey, 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 hey. Now let me ask you, man, what does it take to be number one? Two is not a winner, and three, nobody remembers. What does it take to be number one? That's the hook. What does it take to be number one? Now, I bring that song into this episode because the topic. When we encounter somebody at work or even in, our, in life who feels the need to name drop or tell you about all these great places they've been and all the awesome things that they've done before they get into the conversation. Mm. That's because they don't feel like they're number one. That's right, Sparky. It's a sign of insecurity. It's because they don't feel like they deserve to be there. They don't have that I'm number one mentality. Mm. So they feel the need to justify their being before they even get to the point of the conversation. Does that make sense? Am that, I making sense? That makes a lot of sense. So when you walk into a conversation, you're like, I'm number one. I deserve to be here. Ha, 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 ha. Is that right? No, I, we'll get into that. But it wasn't always like that. And, you know, I, I have some humility to my to my personality. But, you know, this has just been something that's been on my mind because I don't know. It's just like I, I'm not judging, but I'm observing. Hear me out. <laughs> so it's like lately people have come to you and felt the need to give you the disclaimer before they start the conversation, right? This has happened to me so many times in my career, and I'm steady trying to figure out why. I've also, uh, guilty, I've also done this, where I was like telling people my resume before I got into the conversation. And as I my corporate climb continued to go, I sat back one day and I went, why do people feel the need to share with me the places they've been and the people they've conversed with before they get into their topic of conversation. And then it dawned on me why I was doing it before I stopped doing it. Ah, light bulb moment. Insecurity. When people feel the need to tell you before they even get into the topic of conversation, just so you know, I've done this, I've done that, I've worked with this person, I know this person, I know this person, my mom is this, my dad is that, blah, 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 and I'm the blah. They're insecure. They're telling you all that, that way they can gain your instant respect or instant interest, your instant attention, because they feel that them stepping in the room and just saying, hello, can I talk to you, isn't enough to get your undivided attention. Their presence just isn't enough in their mind. So they have to tell you the whole background story, hoping that that catches your attention and that's enough to get you to listen and then get you to buy into whatever they're about to tell you or sell you. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I know not too long ago, a short, a short years ago actually, as a young executive, I always felt the need to tell everyone that I had worked with executives before because I felt like the moment I walked in the door, they were judging me or they felt I shouldn't be there or they thought I was the secretary. So before we get got started in the conversation, I always was like, hi, my name is such and such and I'm the such and such and I used to work at such and such and do such and such. And I'm like, one day I was like, fine, like why am I telling people all this? I'm in the room, I'm in the meeting because I was invited to be in the meeting and I was invited to be in the meeting because, well, I'm supposed to be in the meeting for a reason, obviously, because I'm contributing to it. So there's no need to for the extra. 
Right. People don't have time for the extra. <laughs> right. And the second you start giving people that disclaimer, people know that either you're not comfortable, you're not ready, or you're not comfortable and you're not ready. Oof. Or you're not comfortable and you're not ready because you're insecure. Mm. And insecurity is a sign of weakness. And if you're in a leadership role or an executive role or in a management role, a director role, or in a role that requires you to make the some decisions on your own, and you have weaknesses, people aren't going to what? Trust your decision making because you don't even trust yourself. So good. Wow. You don't even fully trust and support yourself. You're not even sure you're supposed to be in the room. So why should anybody else be? Wow. I just thought it was so interesting because quite honestly, I used to do that. And then as I was climbing up the corporate ladder and then people started doing it to me, at one point I found myself like stringing violins in my head. Like literally I was like playing like, I don't know, Mozart and whatever else in my head, you know, thinking about my grocery list when people were like doing their grand introductions because like I said before (laughs) in the beginning of the episode, you are not that important. Nobody cares who you are, what you, where you've been, who you've done, who you know. The fact that you know Donald Trump, Sean Combs, we don't, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. All people want you to do is get to the point. And if the point is worth their time and their minds, then they will listen. And if it's not, then they'll tell you why and they'll move on. And you just come to find another way to get their attention. That's true. But by no means is it wasting, you know, one minute to five minutes of a conversation introducing yourself and giving everyone your whole backstory. Because yeah. it's a sign of insecurity. It's a sign that you, you're you not even sure if you should be in that room. So I want to say probably about, uh, probably a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago at most, I had to like put my foot in my mouth and stop doing that because I realized that I was not doing myself justice Mm. and I was not doing the other people on the receiving end of that conversation's time justice. I was wasting their time by talking about myself instead of just getting right to the point and just coming with coming ready. I was I I wasn't coming prepared. Or I was coming prepared, but by the time I got to my presentation, they were already thinking about how that where's the nearest exit because I wasted so much time in the beginning of that conversation <laughs> they were thinking about trying to list. prove to them that I belonged in that conversation, <laughs> even though that I was even though I was already invited to that conversation. Right. Does right. that make sense? That's crazy. It makes a lot of sense. And again, as I found myself climbing my corporate ladder and then people started to do that to me and I was stringing the violins in my head I was like you know what I gotta talk about this I gotta stop someone from doing this so if you are listening to this podcast and you are someone that doesn't feel comfortable in their position Mm. or maybe you got there sooner than the average person and you're getting some crap for it I can say that you're getting some shit for it people aren't receptive to you being in that role because on average you should only X and you're actually at Y and you know you're about five years ahead of their plan and their head you don't owe them an explanation all you owe them is nada you don't owe them nothing squat diddly boom all you owe to yourself is to continue to do what you've been doing because everything that you've been doing has allowed you to get to where you are today so continue to do that there's going to be several people that cross your path that do not want you to be where you are today. 
That's fine. It's going to happen. It's going to happen when you're 20. It's going to happen when you're 30. It's going to happen when you're 40. It's going to happen when you're 50. It's going to happen when you're 60. It's going to happen until you retire. Somebody is not going to be happy for you and they're going to try you. You don't owe these people an explanation. You don't owe them a justification. You got to where you are because you did exactly what you were supposed to do when it was supposed to happen. Period. And all you have to do is continue to do exactly what you're doing. Continue to work hard. Play hard. Be smart. Be bigger. Be better. Be faster. Be stronger. That's it. All you have to do is continue to do you. That's it. And stay true to yourself. You don't owe anybody else an explanation. You don't owe a disclaimer to why you're in the room before you get into the room or before you're about to take a seat. You don't have to do the extra be, you know, trying to justify where you're there and volunteer to take the notes in the meeting. You don't have to do that at all. Don't have you don't have to downplay yourself. Own your position. It is your right Someone offered you that job, mm. you accepted that job, yep. whoever offered you that job, believe that you can do that job, so yep. do the job. So true. You don't owe anyone an explanation for that. Mm. Not one person. And that's the message for today. All right. Until next week. Yes. We air every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Eastern Time. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. Yes. So until next week. Next week, March. Oh, next week is going to be March 8th, 2022. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful remainder to your work week. Remember, you don't owe anyone an explanation at all. No one. Stay true to yourself. Continue to be bigger, better, faster, Faster, stronger, stronger. and always one step, two step, three step, four step, ten steps ahead. And you'll be fine. Don't sweat the small stuff. Get to the point. Don't waste other people's time. Don't waste your time. And keep on your corporate climb. See you next week. Sparky, take us out of here. Hey, everyone. It's me, Sparky. Thanks for joining us today on the corporate climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at the corp climb. See ya.